0: Welcome everybody to the Schoolcast podcast. This is a first. We are doing it via an Instagram live, so you're going to get your your questions answered straight away here on the Instagram live. But then also will be on the uh, on the podcast. We can get that bad boy over there on YouTube, and we've got the recording with the big mic for the actual podcast. So. Um, we are both here and we are ready to answer these questions so we've got uh, we've got two questions coming straight away already I'm gonna um, we've got from Luca Panov how to front lever and then we've also got um, I'm never going to pronounce that underscore wildcats wildcat. wildcats
1: how to reduce fat Right, Tim, I'm, pick one. I'm taking. I'll take the body fat one. Okay. Uh, you need to burn more energy than what you are consuming. So, my the simple tips for that would be you need to keep your diet nice and clean. So, take out processed food. Have a look at how much you're consuming. Um, just try and opt for better quality food rather than sort of fast foods or packaged foods. That's our approach anyway. Some people would argue, say, so eat what you want as long as your total calories are appropriate to the amount that you want and you need to, you are burning um, but from our perspective we try and do that with sort of single ingredient foods as much as possible and then just structure your training so that you are basically burning more energy so can you increase the metabolic amount of work that you're doing so call it cardio, whatever you want, whether that's in the form of running on your bike, whether you're doing more high intensity circuit-based work, just need to move to a point where you are working harder. Energy levels or um, energy output goes up, keep your diet nice and clean, body fat goes down. I hope that in some way answers the question. Beautiful. Um,
0: And then front lever, let's go front lever very quickly. You're not going to be able to answer this necessarily straight away in a podcast. It is going to take an awful lot of work. It's not hard. Um, it's not hard. It is hard. It, sorry, it's not hard. It is very hard. It's not easy. Is what I meant to say. Um, mine is like still fairly ropey. But um, one of the some of the key things we need to do are we need to be able to when we're horizontal on our backs, hanging from a ring or bar, we need to be able to have um, enough uh, shoulder blade retraction and depression to be able to create a stable base from that uh, for, for that scapula to be able to then pull down with a straight arm which is going to be lat and long and a tricep strength to push yourself backwards um, which is going to take takes an awful lot of strength it's going to take um, enough strength statically to be in that position but to train it wise um, get it starting off getting into some inverted positions getting yourself into some shoulder blade retraction and depression and can you start to move in and out of that position as well as hold so only getting stuck in a very static position for your progressions is not going to get you to the end point as quickly as possible we're working a lot more now on having a nice blend of your static progression holds as well as moving in and out of um higher and lower positions to build up strength through that full sort of range of going above head and coming back down so um making sure that you're using um, lever progression. So whether you're completely tucked, whether whether you've got one leg bent, one leg straight, using the lever progression to make sure you can do some static and full um, pull versions of one of those progressions um, to meet you where your strength position is at. But first and foremost, getting yourself into that sort of tuck position where you're on your your back horizontal, but being able to... um, Depress and retract your shoulder blades and have strength to hold that position, rather than being in a tucked position on your back, hanging from a bar or rings, and just fall, being slack in that position. The same way we do with um, with a pull up, talking about getting out of a slack position into an active hang. It's being active in that position. It's just a it's a horizontal rowing position, which is just more difficult than um, in that vertical depression. Boom.
1: Short answer, Dave.
0: Very short, concise. Thanks. David. Farrell, David with a one. Obviously, the real David. David, someone nicked you to that name on Instagram. Didn't you? you had to use a one instead of the I, but love it. Hey, guys, simple question. Best way to get started with calisthenics? Always trained in a gym, but my body weight exercises suck.
1: Thanks. Uh, yeah, I think that the best way to start with the calisthenics is you've just got to start. Like <laughs> yeah. there, there is going to be a point where you're coming from a form of training that you know well Move into a form of training that is new, so you're going to have some form of adaptation or, or some phase where it's just difficult and it feels uncomfortable, and actually, you'll find yourself going. should I just go back to doing like lateral dumbbell raises, um, but you've got to stick with it. And yes, you are going to get better. If you're already if you're not great at bodyweight exercises, there's some big wins available because you're going to find that your body is going to respond quite quickly. It's almost like trying a new thing. You're going to get this initial phase where you actually you're going to get some quite quick gains, um, and. Having a bit of a structure around in terms of knowing what exercise you want to work on, but nail down the basics, push-ups, pull-ups and dips are the foundation of most of what we're doing. Um, You can then start to get involved with some hand balancing through some frog stands. All of those things are in our beginner's guide, which is free, and you can download it from the website. Um, But I think calisthenics, we talk a lot about play. Um, when we first started calisthenics, we had basically no real structure. If we did an hour session, 45 minutes of it, would be messing about. And 15 minutes of it might be actually going, let's do three sets of 10 pull-ups uh, <laughs> or whatever. So I think just, yeah, don't worry too much about the perfect recipe. Just begin. You're going to find it's massively addictive and you probably never go back to weightlifting. Maybe. I didn't four and a half years ago.
0: Or you might use it as a bit of a blend of both. Yeah, totally up
1: to you. Jules Godfrey joined. Yeah. Hi, Jules. She's coming to Marbella,
0: hopefully, too. I know. There so yeah.
1: was,
0: was a question about wrist straps. Oh, so, oh, i will try to get my shreds um,
1: on so she can... She
0: <laughs> so, Paul and Squad H77 asks, uh, Hey, guys, um, good to see your advance... Um, good to see... Well, good to see you...
1: Any advantages, like, oh, using, any
0: advantages you using wrist straps? Um, I had this question last night in a class, actually, where, um, for me, pers- when we first started... Like Yeah, watch our early videos. Yeah, We've we, we we always had a risk. <laughs> my, my, personally, my wrists were not conditioned to start taking my weight in frog stands and, and things like that um, and handstands. So it was something that I used for support and gradually I've just sort of weaned off them to the point where now um, I don't really ever use them. Um you, yes, but then, but th- but then it made me think about it talking about it last night that actually I do still get a li- sometimes my forearms and wrists do get a little bit grotty and a bit painful, and I think that something that you've adopted is if you're going to do like quite a lot of hand planch work or hand balancing work that you'll maybe put them on for some sessions, and that um that that's probably something that's just make just i'm questioning myself as to actually not being reliant on them, but if you're doing something where you're going to do an awful lot, then it might be
1: the case. And particularly at the beginning, it can be if you're finding discomfort there to try and have a little bit of yeah. support. I, I tend to go and feel. So if I start off, and I know I'm going to do a decent hand balancing session. So if it's just some skilled practice with handstands, I don't bother. I can handstand any day of the week without the... That Sorry. jack... <laughs> I'll let, let that clang out. I'm just waiting um, that can
0: also touch the
1: camera. Thanks. Um, but if it's, so if it, um, you throw me now. Yeah, so mm-hmm. if I'm going to go into a proper, like a full hand balancing session, I'm going to do some decent strength work. Sometimes I just put my hands on the floor for the first couple of reps. I'm like, just end range feels a bit grotty. And to be fair, when I was playing rugby, I used to strap my wrists up just because I quite liked that security when I was going to hit the ground. Um, so, yeah. I think there are advantages. I use them for a specific purpose, but I don't rely on them every session, as Jacko says. And actually, if I'm going to go handstand push-ups or deep work, I kind of just, it, it, I like it, if I'm honest. It, gives, yeah. it makes my, 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 the bottom position feel a bit more comfortable, but yeah. always objective being not becoming reliant on and doing them without. So use them when you need them. Yeah. Um, Jake Darcy Fitness. How long to build sufficient
0: strength stability in the shoulder before trying the ring muscle-up? I can do a
1: bar, but I haven't tried the rings yet. Cheers. Can I go? Yeah. Um, two things around the shoulder stability for that is this is fast and furious, isn't it? We're going at it today is uh, you need to understand how you're going to measure whether what you think is appropriate shoulder stability. And the thing that I would be mindful of um, for the ring muscle particularly is one, have you got enough shoulder extension? So can you get your, have you got range of movement back here so that you can actually, when you come up and transfer through, you're able to get the elbow into a good position. If you can't, what's going to happen is when you pull through, you're going to get to this position, you run out of elbow extension and your brain goes, well, what what you want to do is get between the ring so I'll help you. I'm just going to throw this shoulder head forward to try and create the range as opposed to being able to keep it back in a good position and then move through between the rings so that would be my two things. So I would, I'd be thinking about what my range of movement is like is out back. So that seated shoulder extension stretch that we use quite a bit. Um, I would also be making sure that when I'm coming through, I can try and move with control and I'm not finding the shooting forwards. You can measure that same thing in pull-ups. When you're doing your bar pull-ups, when you get to the top, what you want to make sure is you can get full range and keep the shoulder down. You're not coming up and then your end range position comes in with, the, with the, this humeral head translating forwards in the socket. Um, If you're not sure, it's a difficult one to test for, but you probably need to get someone to just have a look at the quality of the movement, but yeah, just progressively load, like progressively train it through using various different stability exercises, which we include in a a range of the programs that that we've put together together. but yeah, there isn't any sort of gold yeah, standard. Yeah, ev- everyone's different, right? So yeah. it's going to be slightly different. We have, like at the at the extreme,
0: we've had workshops where someone's never done any work on rings before and um, they jump up and try to do the front support at the top, which we always recommend. Like, can you actually stabilise the rings with your shoulder and maintain a decent body yeah. position at, in that front support? So the top of a, a ring dip. And, and the bottom of deep dip as well. And right? then also at the bottom. And if you've got those two things in your locker... Then, um, then you can start to progress depending on the, the yeah. strength things, as Tim's just said. Um, now, you've got two ends of the spectrum on that. Someone that's never used the rings before and are not comfortable with them and then at the top shaking all over the place and they need to just let a little bit. That can be quite a quick process, um, to get used to being able to control the rings, um, or it can take a little bit of time. But then you've also got the other end of the spectrum where we've someone's never done it before. They've jumped upon the rings, whatever their training background is. That they've never used them, but they're comfortable at the top mm-hmm. of a of a of a front support. They can stabilize the rings. And then they're strong enough, and we do, they just need the technique. And we show them in five minutes at a workshop, and they actually do their first ring muscle. Yeah. Up. One
1: of the things I would do if you're not sure, if you're feeling like it's uncomfortable, is we did a video a couple of, well, about a month ago, which was um, about horizontal pulling and shoulder health. Go and check that out because what's one of the things that's going to stop that, sh- that shoulder head. Uh, the head from translating forward is enough posterior shoulder strength and a lot of that is going to come from yeah. horizontal pulling and fly based movements yeah. so that's that would be my first port of call put some of that in see where you're at on the ring dip and the pull up um, and then it's just the job is then to start to link those two together whilst keeping the shoulder in a good shape um, next
0: is GC lifts um, another muscle up question it's a good one muscle up progressions um the band is great, but I need more steps before that. Maybe even baby progressions or baby steps. Are we talking ring or bar? I'm not sure whether we are talking ring or bar, but um, I think potentially bar, because we've we'd put out some stuff recently. So GC Lift, I'm going to assume bar. If it's not, then then write a comment quickly, quickly and we can quickly, get, quickly, 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 get onto yeah. it. Um, bar wise... <laughs> bar wise... Let's talk let's about right. baby steps. We were just talking about rings there. So... Um, We've got like the two, we've got sort of three components to it. Thinking about the setup, the uh, the pull and the high pull up, the high part of that pull up, and then your straight bar dip. So we can work on all three of those things quite sort of progressively. So getting confident with, um, let's start like on the reverse of that, getting confident with your straight bar dip and the depth of that and you can work you could even make a worker with a low bar and have a band underneath working for you like a cradle so you can get into a deeper deeper position that could eventually go on to negatives or eccentrics the other part then is the starting point which is your setup being actually can you um Can you get into a good position where you're getting your body and your chest through your good shoulder uh, overhead mobility where you can get your body through past the line of the bar and then start to get active and snappy out of that position, being able to maintain your core line in your body position? Um, And then we need to build up the strength or the power. Let's talk about power to get up high and to get power up high from that starting set position. Is about going slightly up and back on an angle because you've set positions allowed you to come through at the, at the start, um, but the power part of getting up nice and high is going to allow you to get to the point where your pull takes you where your the bar is going to reach your sternum because if the bar reaches your sternum, that's the same position you can get to in your deep bar dip. So you need to get that sort of height, which is, it takes takes a bit of power and power is strength times speed or force times velocity. So we need to work on the strength and we need to work on the speed. So using the band for the speed work isn't just about using the band to do the whole movement. It's about using the band to get to a point where you can snap fast out of that bottom position and actually get the bar to reach your sternum. The strength part would be doing getting good enough at your pull-ups where you can actually add some weights to your pull-ups. It might just be like a little biscuit, 1.25 to start with, but we wanna build up to being able to do three, four, five reps at five ten fifteen kilo added um, added to your pull up um, There's a,
1: all of the we, when we wrote the must up guide and i 'm not just trying to say the must up guide, but genuinely yeah. we put everything, everything in there to in answer that. those kind of questions, so check that out because it 's bar and rings um, and it will answer a lot of those questions for you because it 's thirty thousand words of What's in my head yeah, down yeah, there yeah. as well. Trevor Sexton, I we'll want answer that oh, question. Trevor, yeah. legend. Um, trying to improve mobility, particularly hamstrings. Any tips on exercises, timings, and frequencies of training this? We did a podcast. FC Wanderer, is that Trevor Sexton?
0: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that We're going to podcast
1: three, with Ollie Frost, which is going to be coming out yes. next week or a week after maybe. There's Thursday. a lot of stuff on that. I'm going to do a start. live
0: with him on Thursday, actually, when we're in London. Check so watch out.
1: Next Thursday, 3 o'clock. Up. Um, because there's a lot that they've been starting to talk around. this the mobility, flexibility around developing strength through range of movement, and I think ollie has got some great value, so keep your eyes open for that one. Um, if you are stretching and doing loads of stretching, you get a temporary range of movement, then you're finding you're not keeping that range of movement. There's other issues that you need to, to, yeah. to address, which could be some strength deficits in certain areas, so keep your eyes out for that one. Um, this isn't necessarily a question,
0: but I just want to celebrate it. I can, can't go past a compliment. <laughs> yeah it says you guys have been huge motivation but it's because he's been trying to do a frog stand as we showed us and even um he's still not there yet but he can start feeling his arms so like i love celebrating the process not necessarily the end point is great to celebrate but celebrating the process so he's working on his frog stand it feels impossible it's going to be his first impossible but a step towards a bigger goal or bigger impossible and um us being able to give you the tools to be able to do that and be able to work towards that and knowing where, how to do these things is what
1: is at the heart of what gets us excited um, there's a question that, um, Avina Shiyoshi, can you tell us pre-checks are you thinking about pre-checks before you get into calisthenics if you are I've had this exact conversation with our marketing department this week about putting together uh, a YouTube video about sort of some basic shoulder based range of movement assessments okay. and that may be part of our website developments coming up in the future yes. so look out for that add one add to the list um, how to do a backflip I can't do it. I've done one once. Yeah, we've got a video. Check out YouTube. Yeah, there's a YouTube video from, uh, with, with being, being
0: taught by an Olympic gymnast. It's That is
1: still currently our, our impossible, something yeah. we're working on. Uh, Gurung 25438, Any tips for increasing strength. Good question. Yeah. Um, consistency, but also progressive overload. You need to find out... Uh, strength is a broad topic because we can go, what kind of strength? Do You want to do... 50 pull-ups in one go, or do you want to do five with 30 kilos around your waist? Those two things are going to require a different training approach. So understand what strength means to you, what you want to be able to do. If we're talking basic strength, then it's just about consistently, consistency and progressively overloading, trying to find ways that, to put a little bit more weight on or make the intensity a little bit more difficult over a period of time. Um, so just stick around with that, work out what movement you want to do, but you've got to just structure it take rest weeks you don't or you don't get stronger whilst you're in the gym you get stronger after you've recovered well during recovery phases so you've got to take time off um but yeah hope that that's sort of a little bit of some basics but go and pick up some basic articles around strength training the same thing applies for weightlifting as it does with bodyweight training the only difference is that we have to be a little bit more creative about how we adapt and monitor and change load because it can't just put an extra kilo on, on a plate on a bar um, Neil Cool 38 can't do handstand because of his weak
0: core so you've identified an area that you need to work on um, and let's go like let's keep it dead simple there are lots of different things we could do but one sort of staple would be um, hollow rocks um, There's lo- we've got videos for that in our in our, both of our handstand guides I'm sure we've even there's, there's a, a core training video on YouTube that we've done that's got hollow rocks in there as well so get some of those hollow rocks in your body You're I know you're smiling because you got jewels, go for Hope the hope you boys are working on those abs does Jacko
1: need to work on his abs jewels? like I don't encourage him he doesn't need to yeah. do anymore. He's anymore don't worry Jacko be... order the turtle off the internet <laughs> yeah. get that down you um, um, P7 tutor I love your I videos look, how yeah. do you warm up uh, condition your elbows to take the load, flexes, etc. The warm-up is for me is less important than um progressively loading over a period of time. So yes, when we're doing some some hand balancing work or we're gonna do something around, particularly um, ring muscle ups with a false grip, we'll do some work just to start to give them a bit of range of movement and just get some of the stiffness out before we start. Um, If we're working through some of those positions and we're doing some decent hand balancing progressions or some false grip pulling type work, you're gonna start to strengthen those positions just as a virtue of doing more work in those shapes. uh, but the real thing around that is people are going to find, and, and we've done it ourselves, that you get tightness in the flexors and extensors of the forearm. They get stuck down and gritty and you get elbow pain. The job there is to make sure that you are progressively um m- moving at a rate which your body can recover at so you've got to allow time to recover you can't come in and hand balance as a beginner or false grip as a beginner every single day because you're just going to smash up the tissues in your arm mm. ligaments tendons connective tissues have a lower blood supply than muscles they take longer to heal therefore you've got to give them more time off so structure it that you're giving enough um, adaptation time um, but then yeah do some some simple preps IQ Balkan
0: Iqbal Khan three three one. Um, what shall my ideal weight to do the human flag be? I'm currently seventy six kilos and five foot seven. I would like to answer this one quickly, Tim. Based around it, there is no ideal weight. There is an ideal strength to weight ratio. So you need to be. You can be seventy six kilos, or you could be eighty six kilos, or you could be fifty six kilos. What re, what it requires is for you to have the strength compared to what your body weight is. So you could be 76 kilos, do a load of work for your human flag, actually maybe build up some strength that actually means you'll build up some muscle mass. And then you might end up being 78 kilos with a bit more muscle mass, but then actually your strength to weight ratio is better or it could even be worse. But but what's important is that you are um, exploring how to um, move your body build strength in the movement pattern you're trying to work towards so you've got your goal as the human flag Um, don't necessarily don't worry about what your weight is would be my advice it would be more think about you being being strong for whatever weight that is so work on your strength to weight ratio so if you're stronger and lighter yes it's going to be easier but that doesn't mean you need to
1: go on a strict diet to get to a certain weight that's going to allow you to do human flag Right, I'm going to go quick fire because we've got a meeting soon yeah. to leave us. So, Ruhan2558, I, can, I can't progress from frog stand. please help YouTube. We've done a ton Love of YouTube bro. videos on there. So, go over to our YouTube channel and indulge yourself in some handstand coaching. <laughs> um, There's a whole series of like, yeah. hand, like four in a row. I'm gonna buy one Dear brother, how can I increase my stamina? got to do more work. Your body will adapt to the stress you place on it. So, if you want to get better at doing more work, you've got to find ways to do more work and just do that within exercise progressions which mean that you can just accumulate more so if you do really hard stuff you can do three of them find an easier progression which means you can do ten and then just start to try and build that up over time more reps less rest stamina set for calisthenics of day of day legs and calves Uh, (laughs) what do you do for calf training too? none
0: (laughs) you don't do calf training um running Run. sprinting yeah, cycling yeah. and it, lots of
1: things work your calves
0: all day every
1: day i've got a weight vest so a lot of my because i'm training at home a lot at the moment a you lot do of, some hill sprints you would have been I working your calves and yeah, hill yeah. sprints the other day but leg stuff for me is more about volume just because of where i'm at and where i'm training which is a 20k um 20k vest so i'm doing plyometrics without the vest on at the moment to be fair but then squats split squats um that I'm kind of a lot of, of weighted kozak squats at the moment pistol yeah, squats of that sort of running cycling
0: um, get out and see the world that's my advice for your cardio and your low body training
1: um, hey my name is Hamza I'm, try- I'm going to the gym every time but my muscles are still small keep going it takes time it's not an yeah. overnight thing here's a video in which you talk about the diet of an intermediate calisthenics player mm. we've got some diet stuff coming um, big subject uh, we the answer to that is not yet no personal philosophy um, we'll, let's, we'll save that for there. it's a whole yeah. conversation Hey, guys, if you still sort of point me towards any good calisthenics parks in London? Oh, there's a couple down there. Just stick them into Google. Primrose yeah. Hill, I think, is the main place. What, yeah. There's a couple. There's a load There'll of cal- loads, There's a big yeah. calisthenics in London. We're Go not, not from self-in. London, so we're yeah. not that. Dude Skin. Hey, guys, thanks for a great class last night. Uh, flag will be my notch before the end of the year. So much doms, though. Yeah, yes, Tom. Good on you. Is the idea of doing something new. Uh, flag will be my... I won't repeat it <laughs> one day yes good Trevor absolute pleasure uh, can't do more than five pull ups being trained for the last nine months yeah, okay need to mix that up is, a little yeah. bit so pull ups purely trying to do more pull ups by doing more pull ups is is a little bit futile at times so it's not an easy movement to, to learn to add an extra rep on you're going to pull a whole load of your body weight so for me that's actually 74 or 5 kilos um, so start thinking about using some different tools, more horizontal pulling, more eccentric work. So jump up to the top of the bar, then lower yourself down as slow as you can. You could aim for five seconds as a minimum. If you can do more, then you're just gonna put so, a bit more work in a tank also isometric so pull up hold at the top of the bar and see if you can just keep yourself in that position where it's end range and i'll be doing the same for the isometric um dead hangs as well so get hang on the bar and then pull your shoulders blades back and down to try and pull your shoulders away from your ears and see if you can hang there if you can do that it sets up a strong foundation to pull from the eccentric work and um is going to help that middle phase and the top end isometric is going to get you strong up at the top you can use some bands, some people like them, some people don't. We do, because it gets you an opportunity to put some volume in. You can't yeah. just do isom- uh, eccentrics and go, I'm done. We could, but we think eccentrics for an amount, of maybe made five reps, or five sets, sorry, and then you can still blast out volume with a band. Yeah. There's still value in taking yourself through range of movement and giving that muscle some stimulus.
0: Did you talk about broken sets?
1: So, no. yeah. so you could I think. What did you say? You can do four reps or five, yeah, well, say four, yeah. whatever. So you can do
0: five reps yeah. rather than trying to do five all the time. It might be you do three, have ten seconds rest, do two, have ten seconds rest, do one, and then you've all of a sudden you've done six in that little... bro It's just a bit of a broken set rather than on the bounce. So that's another tool you can use. Quick one. So
1: do a quick fire and I need to go. Otherwise yeah. um, which do you
0: recommend uh, we learn first? Ring or bar muscle-up? Uh, so this is... Up to you. Christy 40s. So yeah, which, up to you, whatever you want to do. But would say that because of the space between the rings, if you can false grip and you don't mind getting into that horrible position of the false grip for the wrist, um, the space between the rings means you don't have to pull up as high. So... My rationale of that, and my personal opinion on that, is that because you don't have to pull up as high, because you can go between the rings rather than the round and above the bar, it doesn't require as much pulling strength. So unless you're an absolute to beast on pull-ups, yeah, then you can. And you might have to get, get high away. enough straight away. Um, right, that is all. That was fast and furious. No, there's loads. Mm. We're gonna can't do more. We're can't we're do can... more. We're... Right, but this has been very successful. I fear the first time we've done it like this way thank you so much for all the questions it's been um, very helpful and useful for all of us I hope you've enjoyed them and it's been useful for you um, that said we will definitely be doing more of podcasts like these because it gets a lot of interaction and help straight away to people which we love so thank you so much a great day. for watching and asking questions without any questions it would only be an A rather than
1: a Q&A no. yeah but we can do those would too be very good i <laughs> We can bang on for ages about this. So yeah, until next week. See you later. Fast dismissed. <laughs> what do you mean? See you
0: later. Class dismissed. We hope you've enjoyed
1: this week's uh, School of College Science podcast playgrounds session. If you have enjoyed it, and we would really appreciate it if you would head over to iTunes or whatever platform you're enjoying this on and give us a five-star review. We realise there is one to four, but really it's only about the five stars. Mm-hmm. And that helps people to find us and we get to share this information with others. We hopefully can help them to redefine their impossible.
0: Yeah, it's totally not about just trying to help our, build us some confidence.
1: No, <laughs> yeah. we're not at all insecure. So until next week, class dismissed.